What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Official Visit, the podcast about college baseball recruiting by players for players. I'm Joe Jimenez. Um, I'm here with Jared Penniman. And first, we want to give a shout out to our guy, Coop, at Chin Music Designs. Um, You know, I'm getting ready uh, for minor league spring training, guys. And I already got my orders in from Chin Music. Fully customizable bat knob decals. Go check them out. Check the episode notes for our discount code. Chin Music. Your bat, your story. Go check them out. Jared, who we got today? Guys, today's episode is it's just awesome. That's all I have to say. Uh, is, we have Brett Harrison on the show, guys. He is the PBR, Prep Baseball Report, Nevada Scouting Director, uh, but also an old friend of mine. Uh, he coached me my senior year in high school. I've known Brett a long time. And if you guys wanted to know why you should spend a little bit of money on either showcases or even recruiting tools. Brett breaks it down. Awesome. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. And gives you some real reason why PBR is doing what they're doing, at least in Nevada. Um, it's guys, seriously, it's full of, full of information that is going to be really helpful. Even if you don't use PBR, or you, you don't have the money for these, for these showcases and tournaments. It's a, a ton of information that will just give you a little bit of an edge. So thank you guys again so much for listening to us week in and week out. If you want some more information or have questions, go check out our website. Check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, and leave us a review. Uh, we, we love getting your feedback and, and knowing that you guys love the episodes. So let's go. Brett, what is up, man? Thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Good, man. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Um, I, you know, I just kind of want to start off with, can you just kind of give us a little bit of an insight for some of our listeners who might not know? Um, I don't know why, because you guys have gotten pretty big, but kind of what PBR is and kind of what you guys do. So we are a recruiting service. Uh, we put on events, uh, go watch games. I mean, very similar to a few other organizations that, that are in the recruiting kind of realm. But our take on it is, is very much a, a boots on the ground kind of format where I was out, I watched, I, I watched, ended up watching about nine games this weekend and we go out to you um, and make sure that we have all the, the accurate information on you uh, to share with colleges who may call us and ask for our opinion on a player, things like that. A lot of it's like uh, the metric based stuff is, is obvious, but then the, the makeup is kind of the separator. I think that's where we're able to, to dissect it a little bit more being out at the field quite regularly. Um, and I was speaking with our, our Utah director, Jeff Scholzen, who is a, a major league scout for, for 20 plus years. He's very widely known uh, throughout the scouting industry. He goes, the difference between us and everyone else is to everyone else, it, it seems like you're a number. And to us, we're your biggest fan and we want you to move on because since we're out at the field so much and we're watching you play and we're, and we're there, you start building relationships with, with players and families and, and you get excited when people recruit your, your guys or people commit this and that. I mean, that's why on everyone's website, when a kid commits in Nevada, 
it's posted all over our social media accounts and the player's profile gets updated. It's, it's very much a, we're on the same team type of feel. Yeah. Rather than uh, come to our event, pay all this money. I mean, we're going out to different high schools and things like that, making sure that uh, we give everyone an opportunity to be seen one way or another. I love that, Brad. And I mean, you said, you said you're on the ground a ton. Um, you know, it, your title is PBR Nevada scouting director. I mean, you, you gave a great outline of, of um, what PBR does as a whole. Um, but I guess what specifically do you do? And um, especially in your position, how often are you in contact with college coaches? Uh, especially right now, um, I organize events. Um, a huge part of our job is, is relationship-based, relationship-creating. Um, we try to put out quality video, quality content, uh, very kind of meat and potatoes and, and not a ton of frills mm-hmm. to, to misguide. Um, it's, it's especially now during the scouty kind of season where we're, we're always out and about, the, the contact is pretty regular. If we have, like we were in Reno this past weekend and uh, I posted a video of a kid just one swing and getting contacted from, from college coaches requesting this kid's information and his high school coach's information. So we're really that, that, that window for players to be seen uh, initially. And then obviously the player and the coach and, and people who see those guys on a day-to-day basis usually take over pretty quickly after that. But we are always kind of asked for our assessment uh, of these players just to see if they check a couple of the different boxes that uh, a recruiter might be looking for and then they do the deeper dive once they once the player kind of passes that initial check do you do you think that because you talked a lot about the personalized aspect of it to where you're building relationships versus whether it be a perfect game or different different showcase style tournament style uh programs or companies or or however we want to call it do you think that that is kind of help more helpful than calling up a high school coach. Right. Cause I mean, it's kind of hit or miss with a lot of high school coaches, um, whether they've, they have the right information to give college coaches mm-hmm. or even scouts. Do you think that PBR has kind of been able to break down that wall that's kind of been up? Yes. I think um, right when I took over this position, uh, my goal was to create a relationship with all the high school coaches in Las Vegas, as well as in Reno. And we're, we're very much on track to, to do that. So if anyone has questions, if anyone needs help, they're like, Hey, we got a guy here. He's a very good player having a little trouble being seen. Is there any way you can help out? And, and it's getting to that point now, which is really great. Um, and especially over this last year with how, the pandemic has, has really dropped down the opportunities, the amount of opportunities for players to be seen at our events. They're, I mean, it's hyper-focused and, and we create specific events for like a, an uncommitted upperclassman. So at this event, you know, every kid there's gonna be uncommitted or uh, an underclass ID. So it's a kid who might not 
be super familiar with the, the showcase process, but comes out to this event and is able to get his initial numbers, things like that. So there's a way that, that we're doing it to, to really, I don't know, find, find the best, I don't know, kind of buzzwords or whatever you want for, for if a college coach sees it, they go, okay, this PBR Nevada has an uncommitted uh, event this weekend. So this is an event, if we, if we need a big arm, if we need a righty or we need mm -hmm. a left, we need a catcher, let's see what kind of, what kind of guys show up at this event and then kind of go from there. And kind of from what you were saying with the reaching out to high school coaches now, so that, that kind of falls right in line with, with the tech stuff that we've definitely invested in as a company mm -hmm. where uh, we are partners with TrackMan and Blast where it takes all the guesswork out of almost right. the recruiting process. So we got every kid gets video. Every kid will get Blast numbers. We'll get TrackMan numbers. And they're like, yeah, this kid can really spin it. His breaking ball is nasty like this and that. Instead of uh, someone who's, who's been pumping their kids up and almost misleading a little bit. Now a coach can go and be like, okay, his spin rate is this. That's actually, that's really good for his age. Um, I think he can project this much more for his size. I mean, he's still fairly slim and, and, and can add some physicality to his frame, things like that. So a lot of it, it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. And it also verifies and validates what, some coaches are saying. So if they're like, yep, this guy's 92, 93 and has this much arm side run. Um, mm -hmm. Now they can go into a player's profile and have all that information and say, okay, he actually is throwing that hard. And they'll be able to look at the Velo or at the video and see that arm side run and see the, the different things that these guys do instead of just saying, Hey, I got a guy. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, one click away, now you have every bit of information on these players. Right. So. Yeah, no, that's, Brett, the first thing that came into my mind when you're talking about that is um, trust in the recruiting process. Um, you know, we had, it's still funny, Jared, thinking that we had Coach Monty Lee from Clemson on, but he, we talked about the power of, of word of mouth. Yep. And Coach Lee is all about, you know, I got my contacts, you know, they'll, they'll kind of verify um, players in that way, um, getting to know the player, like, okay, how is, he, how is he when, when, how is he when he fails? How is he as a person? Um, and Coach Lee is talking to so many people about who is this player on the field and off the field. Um, but it's it just that aspect of, of trust in the recruiting process. And I think, you know, it, it's not necessarily high school coaches fault because, you know, a lot of them just want the best for their players, but Absolutely. being able to, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, being able to very realistically put a player with the right fit, um, especially maybe for a younger high school coach or whatever it may be. Um, you know, how, how many issues do you see with that um, in terms of reliability of what a high school coach is saying, maybe what they're communicating with that kid and kind of like, wh where do you guys fit into that equation? So kind of like I was, I was hinting at before where we're like the, the 
kind of that that front line or 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 that initial window for these players to be seen. Um, I think it, you have a lot of coaches who build reputations on on pushing out good players, and I think the honesty is is massive because credibility is is pretty much everything. Credibility mm-hmm. credibility and relationships are kind of the two pillars of, of this industry where if you're promoting players who might not be at that level then, and, and the coach is like, okay, man, I, I take your opinion. I really, I like it. And, and I think we're going to make this guy make a move. Now, all of a sudden the player comes, shows up to campus and isn't really what they expected now he's how how are you going to trust that coach uh next time when he's like hey man i got a guy mm-hmm. and you're like no you don't right yeah. so it's 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 such a it's such a fine line but kind of when when i promote kids or when i tweet kids i'll give somewhat of my opinion i try to keep it very fact based so mm-hmm. um i i don't want to steer any coach away from a player i would like to just be kind of, like I said, that window, that initial person that, that might have video of this player might push him out. And then the coach obviously does his background and his homework after that contacts the player, contacts the coach, stays in tune with him, stays in touch with him and figures out who he is before they ever make an offer. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. now um, with the kind of the, how deep these rosters are with players having extra years of eligibility things like that. It's the, the homework that's going into getting these players is pretty incredible because you're, you're not trying to just start a whole new team mm-hmm. every year. You're not trying to get five to seven guys. Now you need one or two guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might need an arm. If a guy's like on his way out, something like that, it's, it's, it's so much more kind of like the, the cream rises to the top type feel rather than like okay this is a guy that we can bring in and develop it's like man we we're developing guys we we've had a guy here this freshman is actually getting another year after this and and so you guys are going to start on the same page and that guy might be more physical things like that so it's 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 incredible and and i think junior college baseball is really going to benefit from all this because they're going to get a ton of bounce backs a ton of guys who might be a fringe d1 guy who is now taking the junior college route because he's like the school I want to go to the school that I'm, I'm kind of dead set on is, is too loaded up with, with my position. So now I got to go to this school, develop for a year, get stronger, kind of learn the speed of the game. And then maybe a year from now, it might be a different situation. So, I mean, I just, it, it really is unfortunate for, for a lot of these 2021s and now 2022s. Um, but I think people, people are, are still making it work. And uh, I mean, you see the, the top five players that we have ranked in the state are all, all committed to these, these power five schools, but the number six guy, seven, a couple of these, these guys who are maybe a little bit like after that top five, I wouldn't say worse. I mean, they're all, they're all very good players, but um, they're having trouble getting right. getting locked into a school. And on a normal year, going into your senior year, you would have 
shoot, however many kids, 10, 12 guys committed. And, and a lot of times it's to these, these better programs around the country. And this year it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate seeing that, but it's just the, the process is, is so much different now. It's so much mm-hmm. kind of slower and you're getting combed through so many times to see if you're actually that exact guy that they need at that point. Well, and on the flip side of that, Brett, um, how, because I feel like since everything's almost being combed through with a fine tooth comb, the knowing your abilities and your numbers almost becomes that much more important to one to, for a player to know where they are at and where they can, can go, but also to market themselves and market themselves to coaches. So how, how important do you think it is? Because you guys are supplying players with so much data that before, like, I don't even know half the data anymore because there's just, it's moving so fast. How important do you think it is for players and their families to, to know what data you're giving them? I think it's, it's, now it's critical because everyone has adopted the the TrackMan system or the Rapsodo or Blast or the, the other kind of systems that people use to evaluate players. I think be, being fluent in that kind of verbiage is is very important to the player now because it a lot of stuff, right, it's going to tell you your numbers, but it's also going to tell you where you need to get better at. And mm-hmm having that kind of information is something I think would have been amazing back in the day, right? You see a kid's rotational acceleration and it's not where the averages are for that age. And it's like, okay, well, I know I need to get a little bit stronger in my core and and things like that. It kind of helps you figure out where you're lacking. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we've, we've actually partnered with this group, uh, Tim Soder, sports performance i'm sure you know who they are jared um and at our events they're coming out and they're stretching the guys giving them some some tips and things like that and following the event they get all the metrics i send them the metrics and they are able to dissect each player and say okay this guy is uh lacking here lacking there and they can build a specific program based on what that kid is is excelling at and what he's deficient in so i mean we're that's that's a whole nother part of of us trying to not only gather information on the player but help give them an opportunity or avenue to build them to be the best player they can become by the time they're they're ready to hit that recruiting process and and uh in their their kind of their upper class years guys cutting in real quick hyped apparel you've heard it on the show you've heard it again you're hearing it again awesome athleisure gear guys whether you're working out and sweating whether you're sitting around the house watching some spring training baseball it's awesome uh guy zach over at hyped has been hooking us up with some great gear and he's hooking up our listeners with with a discount on some on some awesome gear as well so make sure you check out the show notes and let's get back to the interview Brett, I, I'm, I love that. Um, I was just thinking of kind of when, when we were all getting recruited, just, you know, guy, coaches and scouts had radar guns, but, you know, it, it's just different. Um, and you 
having this technology is taking the subjective nature out of recruiting, scouting, whatever it may be. And I just think it's fascinating because exactly like what you said, it's almost like player development is getting easier because you know exactly what you need to get to, to be the best, especially because, you know, you guys are putting out rankings and you guys are putting out the numbers that these kids have. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I think it, it, it's funny because now college baseball or developing and, and getting recruited, it's almost easier and harder at the same time because it's easier to yeah. know, okay, I need to get here. But also like everyone knows, like every player knows, like that's where I need to get. So like, we're all going to work towards that. And I just think it's, it's that it's a fascinating culture right now of, yeah, the, I guess the way I, I like to think of it or kind of what's on my mind right now is how do guys really show colleges that they're different than these guys, like a, a separate from the numbers that they might be able to put up, right? And, and um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, where you're seeing this kid, you're building a relationship with a kid who commits to a big power five school. And, you know, there's another kid who throws just as hard um, but he's going to a mid-major, even a D2, D3, whatever it may be. What's the difference? I think that's where the, the club or the high school coach is extremely important in that process because he can – obviously the, the coach is able to paint somewhat a picture of the, of the player just by the metrics that they're able to see on their profile and the video, things like that. But the coach that sees him day-to-day or is with them – five to 10 weeks out of the summer in Arizona, in California, all over the country, seeing what kind of kid he is. Is he a kid that is going to be trouble at the hotels? Is he a Mm -hmm. kid that you never have to worry about? Is a kid who, I mean, the, the organization I played for in high school was, was ABD under Mike Spears and in the hotels, you had to wear like dress shorts and a tucked in polo. There was nothing else or else you, you didn't play. Mm-hmm. I remember flying all the way to North Carolina for a tournament and I brought a black belt instead of a Navy blue belt and I got benched. Right. And it was, it's, it's, it's so important. The, the small details that, that kind of build a player and the, the coaches are the mm-hmm. ones who vouch for those guys. Cause they have, a much more in-depth relationship with the player. They know how they act. They know how they handle tough situations. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're a guy that's that you want late in the game, if you want a ground ball hit to them late in the game, I know when I coached Jared uh, his senior year, he was a guy that that I felt I think the most comfortable with him fielding a ground ball. You know, so it's like. It's, it's, it's that kind of player where you can, you can travel, you can do this and that. You never had to worry about that type of player. And I think that's what coaches really want. Obviously there's, there's a, a, a balance in the, in the talent and the, the type of human that you're bringing into your program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why we, we retrieve a ton of information. And like I said, I, I try to be as, as fact-based as possible. Um, 
but then you have the makeup side, which I, I, on some players, I would have some insight on, but for the most part, I steer them towards the high school coach or the club right. coach and let them take over at that point. Brett, what keeps, what keeps coming to my mind, right. Is the, all this data, all this information is awesome for players. And I think it's, it's the way recruiting is moving, but at the same time, it's, it's expensive, or at least it is right now. Um, so what, what do you have to say for the players who may not be able to afford, um, events or establishing relationships with PBR in order to gain access to similar types of information, um, or kind of similar, similar ways of getting themselves out there to, to colleges and and recruitment and scouting. Absolutely. So, um, you're exactly right where there's events and, and some of these, these premier type showcases that are incredibly expensive. Right. And I think that's another separator for us is all of our events are, I believe very fairly priced. And, uh, these scout days are the cheapest possible event. I think you could ever attend. Um, we make them extremely cost efficient for exactly that point. A person who Mm -hmm. may not have the resources that some other kids have, they're going to get the same exact treatment at these scout days as a player who, who comes from a a more beneficial background, I guess. I don't don't know the right way to say it, but, um, I, that's very much at the front of my mind where, and that's why I go to games, right? You don't have Mm -hmm. to come to an event to be, yeah spotlighted or put on our Twitter. Obviously it helps because we have more information on you, but these scouties, we price them extremely, extremely cheap. So everyone gets at least basic information in their profile and has an opportunity to, to be seen. And then during the summer, we have more of our premium events that are the invite only events that are at, not at the, the local high schools, but are at like Las Vegas ballpark or these, these bigger facilities around town that, create a, a, a whole experience instead of just retrieving some, some kind of basic information. But uh, that very much is, is something that I focus on in, in trying to provide a, a opportunity for absolutely everyone, uh, regardless of their, of their status or um, the resources that they do have. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that's, it's something Jared and I talk about all the time. And it's just like, you know, it's funny because I've been meaning to think about how much money I, I mean, my family and I spent, like just trying to get recruited and all this stuff. And it, part of me doesn't even want to know the, the number, um, but it, sure. obviously it, it gets expensive. Um, no, but that's that's awesome that at least it's on it's, it's on people's minds, because I think that is yeah. a huge, huge, huge issue. Um, and there are ways around it, but just trying to get as, as good of an opportunity for everyone. Um, regardless of, you know, socioeconomic status. Um, But Brett, no, I mean, this has been, this has been awesome, man. Um, I think this was a very, very valuable episode. So I really appreciate you coming on um, and and sharing your perspective on the process um, and, and and trying to help more kids find, find their perfect college fit. So I really appreciate it. Of course, of course, anytime I'd, uh, Whenever you guys uh, 
want to chat, I'm always free.